Pet. That's a weird way to talk do you about dating. When, do you remember when Steph was like? Do you want to get married? Yeah. Do you? Yeah, do I you, wouldn't mind it. I don't. Know you wouldn't that you mind do, it, or though. you want to? I want to. I just don't think it'll happen. I don't know that you want to. No, I think I do. You've do, had some options. How do you feel I about? Want, I you want feel, to. Are you sad about the idea that it might not happen? No. Really? I'm very happy right okay. now. I'll just it's take it or leave it at this point. It's not God's plan. We never talk happen. about serious stuff on here. No. If it's not, if it doesn't happen, then it's not God's plan. Can this be a serious pod? So I'm all good with it. I'm not prepared for a serious pod. <laughs> Look at you. With the <laughs> I notes. need to be prepared for one. We can do another serious one soon. No, we'll see. I, I don't think it'll happen, but who knows? P-P-P-P-P unit. <laughs> Tell you what, though. <laughs> I've, I've seen him. eyes. My official comment is, yikes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to another episode live from the Rural Podcast Network Studios. And we're back for another episode of the Backroads and Bonfires Podcast, episode two and one night. You guys are troopers, you know that? The B-Roads and B-Fires. The reason we're doing two is because I think next week I'm going to Des Moines for the NCAA tournament. Whoa! Des Moines a site? Yeah. Yeah, for Thursday, Saturday games. Iowa State's playing there. Potentially. Potentially Iowa was going to be two, but not now that they lost. But I'm 60-40. What are you going to eat Don't when you're down go there? Don't because it's a lot of manure to haul, and I would feel guilty yeah, Pat, leaving. Tell us the food spots that you're going to. You're going to go to Fong's? For sure going to hit up the old concession at the Wells Fargo at least seven <laughs> with times. The, with a glizzy? I'll probably buy a $9 glizzy. Yeah. <laughs> you got to do that. Um, Is Wells Fargo? Probably some sushi it, it be for at, sure. It'll be at Wells Fargo? Yep. Is that in a good location for the food? <laughs> Downtown, I think it's in a ra- it's in a great location. Yeah, you never know. Maybe I'll meet some girl there and I'll give her her first kiss. <laughs> first off, <laughs> what? I just wanted to say that. Yeah, I didn't know how to work it in. How old are you? Thirty six. Thirty six. I do want to. There are a lot of thirty six year old first kisses out there. Probably. Ped, Ped, you, sometimes you. I'm like, too judgmental. You are. I was like, gonna say you gotta like let. Life be what she it is. Could be a good gal. Has she never been kissed like Drew Barrymore? I don't know, but like she's a good gal. And that movie's that movie never been kissed is really messed up. Yeah, it is. Why? It, because she's an, an undercover student, and he he falls in love with what he thinks is a student. Yeah, and it's an bad. adult. When you really break down the storyline of that movie, you go to jail for who's it. in that movie? Drew Barrymore and I don't know the Dewey. guy. The guy, Officer Dewey. No, it's not our cat. It's, it's not. No, it's a different dude. Oh, but we all sort of glossed over it because we, the audience, knew she was an adult, but he didn't. The actual plot, though, is that she, he doesn't know she's a student and he falls in love with her. That's no. where it yeah. gets really problematic. But maybe there's part of his. And you go to jail if it happens. There's part of your nowadays your inner self that knows 
even if you don't know that this is an no, age appropriate person. No. Uh, so the I'm ringer, an older women, so I was all for the it. Ringer, the Ringer did a podcast on this on Rewatchables 1999, and yep. they, they broke down like how problematic that movie actually yes. is when you drill down to the facts of the plot. Yeah, it's messed up. All right. Having daughters is tough. I can't imagine. What a non sequitur. I cannot imagine. <laughs> hey, I'm here to provide those. Okay. <laughs> I'm going right. to do seven more non sequiturs <laughs> during this podcast. How about non sequiturs, by the way? Yeah. My word of the day toilet paper is paying off. All, All right. Is. What's your top three non sequiturs? Before I answer that, what's a non sequitur? It means like it has nothing to do with the conversation and you just like. And it goes nowhere. Plop, you just mm. plop it in. That's yeah. tough to give a top and three. And it doesn't then. go anywhere. Yeah. Gotcha. When you said top three non sequiturs, I was going to be like. There's a door. <laughs> How about cumulus clouds? <laughs> Hose water. And for my third one, I was going to say that Tiananmen Square massacre was quite an ordeal. That wasn't a deal. <laughs> like <Yeah>. just. <laughs> How about Crimea? <laughs> Crimea River. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys know today, March 9th, is National Popcorn Day? Really, I did not know that. If we, I should have gone pop, to the pop. I should have gone to the theater and got us a big old bucket of the buttery theater. popcorn. You guys want to go to celebrate. Cocaine Bear? What whoa, is that? Whoa, Cocaine whoa, Bear. Easy. Is that a movie? It's a, it's a movie right now. Of course right? I do. It's What's it about? A, you don't know? You don't heard this? I don't even know. It's what It's a about true story of a bear that ate like a bunch of like pops? pounds and pounds of cocaine and just freaked out. I'll go to it. Of course. Don't I love bears movies. already naturally freak out. It's not like when they're on booger sugar. No. <laughs> you should look. It's it's obviously a Hollywood movie, but it's based off a true story. There was a bear that like ingested a insane amount of cocaine and like went berserk. That ain't good. So, no. but someone had to be there to see it to make it a story. So like, that's scary. I don't know. It's, yeah. I just know it's in theaters and storm like right now. Cocaine I'll go. bear. I like that and I love popcorn. My, f- my, not my favorite, but like the scariest times ever like when people are like in montana or colorado and they're like hey bear hey bear, and they're like walking backwards and a bear is approaching them what do they say if it's brown lay down if it's black fight back yeah black bears are they're skittish yeah. right? and if it's white fly a kite dude polar bears are you don't want to mess with those even, even the bear have you, guys ever, have you guys ever seen alone no yeah 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 on the history channel it's insane. My buddy and I and my wife watched the first season and we would text and like we all made our preseason predictions of which ones we think would make the farthest. It's insane. I was super wrong. Wow. Sometimes it's luck of the draw. Like Yeah, because if you the catch one a person deer. got dropped in right next to a bear cave. Yes. And they were like the first night like, I'm out. Like yeah, there's yikes. Ba- there's literal bears walking around like I'm done, I'm out. Get yeah. me out of here. Yeah. The last season like Are they the- not responsible the person dies? So, uh, do you know anything about the show? You've never no. seen it? They 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 let them pick, a, the, a, 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 like, let's just say that arbitrary number of, like, you get seven items yep. from a list of things, yep. and one of them is bear spray, and it doesn't count towards your limit. And then they drop, they, they teach you how to use all the cameras. They drop you have you to Canada. film yourself. Yeah. Wow. And they drop them all in different parts of the same general area. In Canada. Yeah. Normally. It's, like, right by the Canada-Washington border. Yes. Um, and then- you have a radio yeah. to the producers and it's whoever is, is the last one out there to call and say, I'm, I'm tapping out. I'm done. And here's the thing, Pat, they I don't would love this. Even when you're last, they don't, don't tell you you're last. So you might be out there like five days after H- everyone else has quit. Yeah. So yeah. get this. I remember from the first season, how long do you think the winning person was alone in the wilderness? 
Mm, nine days. No, it was like a month. It was like 31 oh, days. Oh, dang. And That's the good. last season, the last season. And you got to find your own food and stuff dude, out there? Dude, the last yes. season, the guy got so lucky. Like, there's these people, like, these these survivalist women that are eating roots and stuff. Yeah. And this guy just got lucky and found a deer, and he got the deer. And, like, bears were, he was smoking the deer meat then. So, so he made risky. A, he made his own smokehouse, but it's really risky. And he's talking about it even. He's like, this is super risky, but this is my only way to win. So he's like, get this smokehouse. And he's fighting off these bears all the time. He made it 96 <laughs> days. The smart I dude, need to watch this. The smart dude made a, a kitchen camp way away from his sleeping camp. Yeah. And he would only prepare food there. And then he would go back to his sleeping camp. Um, how do they know how to build these things? They're just they're, they're well to even get on the show. You have to demonstrate some survival knowledge. Yes. One guy though was like, he thought I only watched season one. He thought he was pretty smart. He's like, yeah, I'll just run this water through this moss. Oh, it's super bad. He drank it and he started hallucinating. He was, he was hallucinating in dead. his tent and he's like, he called for help. He's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sick. I, I'm losing. I'm going crazy out here. <laughs> like he literally went nuts because the producers do have like they have sensors on you and stuff. So, like, there was one, like, in the last season, like, people got super extreme where most of them were out there still after 60 days. They had to start pulling people out because they're like, this person's going to die. So, one guy built a yurt. Oh, heck yeah. He built a guitar. And then he just got lonely. He's like, I'm done. It's the loneliness that gets to you as well. Yeah. And then in season one, the guy that won, they, they contacted him and said... Hey, it's been 31 days. We need to do a physical. It's yes. just part of the thing. Yep. They show up and they say, by the way, you won. He's like, I won? It's like $100,000. Uh, it's a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. And he 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 was fully prepared. He's like, oh, I was planning a garden for next spring. Like I was like laying some deep plans. They're like, no, everybody else is tapped the, out. You're done. The people that win are insane. Like the guy that won this last season was like, he was out there 96 days. And, and he was on his wits end, but he's like- yeah, like I had stuff planted for like next fall. I saw one person have to tap legit. out. They yeah. were trying to, they cut themselves with an axe. They were trying to split that's water how he, or something. That's and how they lost. Yeah. She she cut herself and she had like, I got to call for help. Like this is really bleeding. The the thing that the thing that makes you like it's like we're humans, we're the alpha of the animal world, but like to realize how vulnerable you are, like yeah. And I think it's the loneliness that really starts to mess with people. Yep. One dude, one dude I remember, and he got dropped off in a horrible spot where like it was rainy and windy and he caught like a mouse and was eating it. And he was like, I don't, I I just like can't be alone anymore. I'm losing it out here. Like I'm getting weird. Like I I think that's the psychological thing is probably really hard. That's what's the one guy was making games. He was making games to keep his attention. Yep. Yeah. You could probably pass a good month's time just laying out there thinking of random podcast episodes. <laughs> so that's one way to survive. You should watch it. It's called Alone. I'm going to watch they it. They did Alone Winter one time, too. Uh, I need to go on a is, show like that and then start a podcast about it and so I can like... That is, all you think about is podcasting. It's kind is, of every opportunity. Just podcast every, on the brain. Everything is just an opportunity for content. Yeah. That's all it is. <laughs> all right. Uh, I love movie theater popcorn. It's the go to popcorn. That's a good segue. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite popcorn? My favorite. What's your favorite? You, white microwave. Ch- white cheddar. Ooh. Uh, my favorite is when the like, kind that comes in the tin can. The kids are trying to raise money for like their wrestling or whatever. Oh yeah. They, they send you those. Wrestling oh yeah. That have like the three. Yep. Prong. It's called it's called wrestling. Caramel, yeah. cheddar, and white. 
Oh, yeah. So good. Caramel corn can get bent. I'm a big just what? movie theater. Caramel corn's not Caramel good. corn's good. Oh. No. It's, the bags that you can buy of like those fundraiser bags, the zebra corn. It's movie theater popcorn. It's white cheddar popcorn, and it's kettle corn. Oh. That's, kettle kettle that's, is better than caramel, but caramel's good. <laughs> right? All right, Burke, I have a trivia for you. Oh, I love trivia. Today, love March 9th, every year, it's March 9th every year, National Bang Clang Day. Do you know what this is? No. Symbol day? Nope. <laughs> it is a day that is commemorating the Battle of Hampton Roads during the Civil War in 1862. Hmm. I was looking for national days today on Google, and I saw that, and I was like, gosh, Burke's a history guy. I wonder if he knows that. Bang Clang Day. No. National Bang Clang Day. Every year, March 9th. That reminds me. Um, two drums and a cymbal fell out a window. But I'm... <laughs> <laughs> That's like a it. fake laugh. That's pretty like, no, that actually made me laugh. Okay. I like that. It's not like hose water, though. No. <laughs> that was amazing. Uh, the last day that I wrote down today, today is also a national crab meat day. What? Crab meat? Crab, crab meat? meat day. Are you guys seafood people? Uh, I mean, it's all Not right. really. Big seafood guy. What Does Vandy Kemp's fish sticks count? I mean, technically, yeah. Because then I am. <laughs> oh, man. Grouper Reuben in Florida, best seafood I've ever had. Unbelievable. Grouper Reuben. Grouper Reuben. Fresh clams in Boston. In a Reuben? It's like oh. Swiss cheese and sauerkraut over top? A Grouper Reuben. A it Reuben has sauerkraut? Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had sauerkraut. What? Fre- so good. What's it, it taste like? It's like it's like super tart. It's like a mix of like pickle and like, like an onion? onion and like... It's cabbage. Cabbage. It's a. Uh, it's cabbage. I know it's cabbage, but it does it taste like an onion? No. No. It's hard to describe. It's it's like sweet but tart, and it's like a. It's pickled cabbage. Essentially. It's pickled cabbage. Yeah. Dude, is it good on a? People put it on brats, oh, right? Great so on brat. Good. Yeah. Also great on pizza. Bowden, Iowa has sauerkraut days. I never what? went. Also, if I'm wrong about it being pickled there. cabbage podcast, people check me out on that. Let them know. Yeah, let me know. Grouper Reuben, best seafood I've ever I had. Love pickled stuff. I had fresh clams in Boston before Derek leaves his wedding. Two hours after it was caught, it was so good. I love pickled cucumbers. Oh yeah, they're called pickles. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, so what did you have before D leaves his wedding? Fresh clams two hours after they were caught. Unbelievable. What's the difference between a clam and an oyster? So good. I don't know. Clam uh, is, is clam and more meaty. Yeah, clam is meaty. Like uh, it'd be more like your meat texture of like a. Uh, um, your I know your normal a shallot oh, or a scallop? scallop. That's what I'm thinking of. A shallot Jeez. is an onion. Oh, yeah. a shallot's an onion. Okay. Scallop. <laughs> Oyster scallop. is just slimy and boogery. Julia Child's over here. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Oh, it was okay, good. Tom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, just in just a couple national days. I don't think we're at our best right now. An oyster is like snotty. It's very snotty. Served a lot of them when I worked at Fairway. Like literally to eat an oyster. Or like you have to throw a bunch of cocktail sauce and horseradish on it. It's like yeah. you're what tastes good. My dad just ate them like from buffets. He didn't put anything on them. Oh well, good no. for your dad. Some people like them that most way. Most people are like, "Hey, oysters," and they're like, "Here's all this cocktail sauce. It's ketchup, basically, and horseradish." And it's like it's so good. I'm like, yeah. I sold ketchup and horseradish is fine. I'm gonna. I got a bold take. I sold thousands of pounds of oysters when I worked at Fairway during Christmas season for oyster stew. Is this before or after you were slinging reams of paper? <laughs> this was after. <laughs> okay. Yep. Um, I have a hot take. Tom and I have held many jobs, I hear the and hot I want to hear this take. Yeah. Shrimp's not that good. 
Shrimp's average. Go Shri- home. Shrimp is mid. Go home. It's mid. It's so good. What? Uh, it's so good, especially you, dipped in cocktail sauce. Are you simping for shrimp? Mm, I love shrimp so much. <laughs> a good shrimp taco. He's a simp oh. shrimp. Shrimp simp? I, I am um, a shrimp simp. I, I will agree with Burke. Like I try to make shrimp work, and it's, it's like, the lower it's tier fine. seafood for sure. When I see it mixed in with like pasta, I'm always like, I bet that's good. And then I've had it, I'm like, it's not that good. You know where shrimp's amazing? In a fajita. <laughs> no, <laughs> good call. In Mexico too, but especially hey, in a did fajita. Did the camera get that? Oh, I got it. Wrong. <laughs> uh, no, that's Donald Trump over there. Shrimp. How dare you? <laughs> Don't you ever call me that again. Shrimp, shrimp shapes are good. What? what? What's that mean? You didn't have that at school lunch? No. What What's is that? that mean? It's like a. It's basically like a fish stick, but it's in the shape of a little dinosaur. They call we call them shrimp shapes. You mean like fried shrimp? It's breaded like a fish stick. But yeah, it's, it's got to like, be shrimp meat that has been mashed up and put into processed a processed and put into the shape because they were in the shape of dinosaurs. Oh. We called them shrimp shapes. That was what it listed on our lunch menu. <laughs> big, big Friday Lent Say school that lunch. Five times yeah. fast, and it's amazing with ketchup. You, you had just, a, you had a lot of Catholics in Woodward Granger. Yeah, shrimp because ketchup. There was a Catholic school in Granger. Granger is a big Catholic town. Is it really? Oh yeah, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, they. Well, okay. Well, don't start a holy war. Yeah, you can't call it. An- <laughs> is he dork? <laughs> I'm I'm rattled right now. <laughs> you want to talk about John Hughes? Well, Adam's committing hate crimes live on the podcast, <laughs> and I'm just rattled. I got to go get a little sip of orange juice. Well, you the were wedding. at my wedding. Yeah, as a cat. I was. I was. A I was, Catholic a, I was wedding. a usher, though, not a groomsman. I was a groomsman oh, for one. Sorry, I'm and no. I'm, I got over it like three years ago. It's all good. <laughs> Pet, I was barely invited to your wedding. Yeah, that was a rough time for me. <laughs> I let the a lot of things um don't worry she doesn't my, my favorite part was that the group the wedding party pretty much got to just sit down the whole time it was awesome at your wedding at a catholic the catholic wedding i was a groomsman in we just sat on the side we didn't even stand up there they were just on their knees the whole time and we were sitting off to the side to pew did ryan go home i don't know where ryan went huh. I, anyway, wait, why'd you call him why'd you call him ryan i don't know Seems right. It feels weird to call Seems him Ryan. Seems proper. Yeah, I know. He is Ryan. I just changed him to Burke in my phone three days ago because he was texting me and I thought Ryan Rusk was texting me. So I started replying like I was talking to Ryan Rusk and then I realized I was talking to him because his name was in my phone as Ryan Burkhart. <laughs> yeah, he, I texted him about something and he goes, are you talking about for youth group? And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? And, and I go, and when he told me I was Ryan his phone, I'm like, why? You've never called me that. You're Burke. You're yeah. Burke. He said, Burke comes out here holding a slice of pizza. <laughs> yeah. Have you have you ever heard the Nate Bargatze uh, joke about- Yes. I about, just watched the special. Yes. And he's like- He said- I handed him a princess. He basically he, threw a bobcat, bobcat in my house. My house. <laughs> He's like chewing on wires. He's like one watch should equal like eight of his watches. <laughs> his new special, Hello World, is it's so it's funny. so good. Is it on Netflix? No, Amazon Prime. Uh, Amazon Prime, amazing. Nate Bargatze is. Maybe I'll the- just pull an all nighter and watch it. I texted my buddy who's a stand up, and I said, you know, what do you think of Nate Bargatze? And he goes, he's a friend of mine. He's like the best out there right now. He's by far the best. Yeah, he's like, he's awesome. I feel like I seven know. or eight years ago, if you watch a special, there's like two pieces of it that are elite. Yeah. Now, it's like the, the whole, whole thing. thing. Which, 
it makes sense. We all get better at our jobs as we get older. I'm a better teacher now than I was 10 years ago, mm-hmm. and he's a better stand-up than he was. But go if you're a listener and you like stand-up comedy, go watch Hello World by Nate Bargatze on Amazon Prime. It's, you will laugh so hard. It is. And, it, and again, I, I You can listen to it with your kids in the car. You can. That's not easy. And Ped's lost interest, so let's get yeah, into it. Yeah, he's chewing his fingernails. No, let's get into what he's you're thinking gonna, about Fazoli's yeah. breadsticks. <laughs> I mean, they do sound good. They do sound good. All right. Are you guys familiar with John Hughes? No. Famous writer, yeah. director, producer of mm-hmm. movies. The other day, I heard someone talking about him. They listed a few of his movies, and I was like, dang, that guy had a nice little run. And then I looked him up, and my jaw was on the floor. Mm-hmm. This guy has the most incredible movie run I've ever seen. As he, he was a writer for every single one of these, and then a director and producer for like half of them. But this is his this is his run, and, and we can just talk about some of his movies or whatever. We can just list it and move on. I don't really care. But I just wanted to list this. Uh, in eighty three was his. Fir- I'm only listing his hammers, not all of them. Eighty three. You're listing his what? His hammers. Okay. His good ones. Oh, I thought you said his hammers. Yeah, like <laughs> his Steve good ones. Where's Steve been, by the way? Uh, just raising right a child the from your parents. <laughs> <laughs> 1983, he starts off with National Lampoon's Vacation. In 84, he goes into 16 Candles. 1985, he does National Lampoon's European Vacation. It's insane to me how many movies like are just one after another in the years. You don't do that anymore nowadays. Breakfast Club, 85. Pretty in Pink, 86. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, 86. Some Kind of Wonderful, 1987. I wrote PTA 87, thinking I would remember what it was. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. There we go. 87. Almost lost it. That's what I get for trying to save space. Great Outdoors, 1988. Uncle Buck, 1989. Christmas Vacation, 1989. Home Alone, goaded Christmas movie, 1990. Beethoven. Remember that one? Oh, yeah. The dog movie. Freaking classic with Tom Hanks. We had... What? Sad movie. Isn't Tom Hanks in that? No, it's Charles no. Grodin. Wait, that's you're, Turner You're thinking of Hooch. Turner Hooch. <laughs> no, this is Charles Grodin and idiot. Bonnie Hunt, I believe. Yeah, I'm an idiot. We had we had Beethoven second on VHS. Bonnie Maybe Hunt's we had them both on v- VHS. Bonnie, Bonnie Hunt is an underrated hot mom. Big time. I don't even know who that is. Yeah. Bonnie Hunt? Oh, yeah. yeah. She's like... Um, She's Bonnie Hunt. Trying to desc- Fair. I'm, I'm trying to use a baseball <laughs> analogy for Bonnie Hunt. She's Tom Glavin. Yeah. Nice. It's like you don't think about him, but he's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> yeah. Big time. Classic. <laughs> yeah. N- not an overwhelming fastball, but yeah. knows how to paint it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was Beethoven 93. Uh, Home Alone 2, 92. Home Alone 2 is not that good of a movie, but go ahead. Dennis the Menace. Beethoven was 92, Whoa, by the way. Oh, Dennis the Menace is amazing. Dennis the Menace, 1993. This is my buddy. This is my pal. <laughs> Rest that in is peace, one of Walter the, Matthew. That yep. is one of the most quoted movies between me and my brothers. Yeah. It's so good. My dad is it that really? hilarious. Oh, that movie has so many good quotes. I st- I'll never forget when the robber's walking in the movie, the end of the, like the end of the movie, he's going to go rob Mr. and Mrs. Wilson and the, just the... Doom, the doom, flower. Doom, 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 doom. This piano music was it's playing. Actually, that part's kind of scary for a kid. Yeah. And it's freaked me out. That's why I remember it. Lloyd. Yep. And uh, uh, I said, I quoted that movie just the other day when he accidentally knocks Christopher Lloyd out with a wrench. Yeah. And he pulls a blanket over and he goes, poor little lamb, all tuckered out. <laughs> Joe, his friend Joey's amazing. 
Baby Rump Kisser. Oh, Baby Rump Kisser. Remember that line? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Such a good movie. Oh, speaking of moms, Leah Thompson's the mom in that movie. She's a good looking gal. Oh, yeah. In that movie, she's throwing 98 on the black. Throwing darts. Yeah. She's no Hillary Duff, but she's Fastball good looking. Fastball with movement. Yeah. Well, Hillary you, Duff's in a that, totally different. Nice non sequitur. Yeah. <laughs> uh four after Dennis and Menace was Baby's Day Out. Classic. Miracle on 34th Street he's, was 94. He's, he's losing it by this point. Yeah. Baby's Day Out. Miracle on 34th Street with uh, the little girl from Matilda. Yep. Was it Mara Wilson? Yep. 101 Dalmatians in 96, a classic Disney movie. Wait, that's the live action with, with Glenn Close then. That's not the cartoon? The cartoon came out like in the 80s. Oh. Flubber, 1997. I went to that in theaters, I remember. Yeah, starting to, he's starting to reach a little O2, bit. 2 Made in Manhattan. And then he died? Uh, I think he's still alive. Just lives in Chicago and doesn't do any movies anymore. Are you sure that John Hughes is still alive? I think so. Well, I'll Google it later. Um, That's a run, though, right there. It's a run. Two a year, sometimes every year. Like, that just doesn't happen nowadays. That's crazy. It's a run. It's the peak of movie production is probably Jim Carrey's 1994. Oh, it's amazing. Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber, and The Mask in the same year. Yep. And isn't Cable Guy... Either That's, the year before, like, or year no, after. it's like ninety five, ninety six. But Cable Guy was kind of a miss, though. Cable Guy, I don't understand. Yeah. It's kind of a cult classic, and I don't know why. I, I don't get it. Me, myself, and Irene might be funnier. That was a good. Oh, movie. that's a great movie. Yeah, Jim Carrey had a heck of a run. Uh, I, I mean, th- the three his three kids. <laughs> hey, do you guys ever <laughs> listen to the rewatchables? Uh-uh. Okay, I do. Every they have episode. never done a Jim Carrey movie, and I don't know why. It, it feels like they're boycotting. And they'll even at this bring point. it up and say, "Yeah, we haven't done that." Yeah, Dumb and Dumber is one of the greatest comedies of all time. They've not touched it. And Rewatchables I don't has been on a heater lately. Whiplash, I love. Whiplash is a great movie. Um, well, okay. Have you seen Whiplash? What's Rewatchables? It's, it's a, a podcast. It's a podcast. Bill Simmons, um, and they just talk about movies that we've all seen a hundred times. Oh, but they okay. have like awesome categories. Go back and start with movies like. Uh, Wedding Crashers, Billy Madison, hearing them talk about those movies, but they also do like The Dark Knight and yeah. like The Godfather. Like it's a, it's my favorite, it's my second favorite. They come podcast. up with fun categories for them too. Like your first is I, I know this Fly on the Wall, David Spade and Dana Carvey, amazing. David Spade, man, that guy, that guy's demeanor and tone and how he. Their, delivers the joke, cracks me their up. Their most re- recent episode, Galifianakis, was their guest, and it was great. Ooh, I'm going to have to look at that one up. If you had to pick a favorite of these, what would you pick? Okay. Am I going to do a stand-up? Because I am doing a stand-up this year. Are you doing stand-up open mic? I want to do an open mic this year. Me and, I, me I and Brett good- have now done four comedy stand-up workshops with jokes, and we've gotten them down You can good. use my Pepperidge Farm crisis joke. I will. <laughs> I do have a joke for you, but I'm going to tell you off air. All right. My, My favorite one of this, I Pat, have to do say. You ever, do you ever? <laughs> just keeps trying to. <laughs> to ask the he, question. He is trying so hard to talk about this. And, and ask Tom the question. keeps interrupting. Tom, you're not going to be able to get your thought out until you say it. So just say it. I did that on purpose. I was just oh, joking. Okay. I was oh, just. No. That was a joke. That was a bit. This rascal okay. over here. That's a good one. I like that you rascal. I don't I honestly know something. what it would be. <laughs> Uh, oh, pr- my actually, Christmas vacation. Bill Simmons maybe. interview feed is a good podcast. No, Christmas vacation is what I was going to say, too. <laughs> so mad. Bill Simmons, what? I'm trying to figure out what he said. <laughs> Adam <laughs> is seething. He's no, you know I'm trying to figure out what he said. You know what my wife's going to say after this? She's going to hear this. She's going to say, You guys talk over each other too much. Yeah. 
She did critique that lately there was an editing. episode where there was way too much like like microphone noise like this. She's like, I had to power through. It was so much it's usually your mic. fiddling. I know. I think it's me doing this. It is. You're moving around. Okay. So my number one on that list is probably Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Classic. I actually don't care for Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Really? It's, he's, I mean, it's good. He's a but terrible friend. He's a very bad friend. Bad friend. Like, I just think he's super manipulative. You know what's great? 16 Candles. Love that movie. I love those I like 80s Breakfast movies Club so better. much. I like Breakfast. I, I, yeah. Um, some Kind of Wonderful. I watched that recently in the last couple of years. Also. Mary, Mary, what's that? Mastri and Tano. Mary. Tyler Moore. No. What's the. I don't know. Mary Sue Mastro. No, it's one of those names. Go ahead. Uh, Plane, Trains, and Automobiles. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Isn't it? Have you seen it? No, but I've heard that like. Oh, my gosh. It's so fun. Basically, it's like that movie walked so Tommy Boy could run. Like yeah, They just did that like one an, on. It's an odd couple that yeah, most are people on, say a, on a cross-country trip. It gave me That movie gave me the idea for us to do a ranking of our top road trip movies. It's so good. John Candy, Steve Martin. I know you're not a big Steve Martin guy, but he's incredible in that movie. I like Mary Stewart Masterson. That's who it is. There um, it is. And then uh, Eric Stoltz is famous because they started filming Back to the Future with him and then scrapped him, brought in Michael J. Fox and refilmed the scenes that Stoltz had already filmed. Dang. Like that guy that's missed a- out on the Back to the Future franchise. That's a cold dose of reality right there. Yeah, it is. Yikes. Uh, I think Steve Martin's be better. I think Steve Martin's amusing. I don't think he's knee slapper, gut busting funny. My I, favorite Steve Martin movie is probably Father of the Bride. Oh, so good. Those are great movies. Not the jerk. No, uh, <laughs> not the burbs. I tried watching Three Amigos. I was like, I guess one part of it was kind of funny. Hear me out. Cheaper by the dozen. Bonnie Hunt. Bonnie Hunt again. Is it really? Underrated hot mom. Oh, Bonnie Hunt. If that's who Bonnie Hunt is, yeah, she's got some. Wasn't there some a eyes. remake of that movie with Dennis Quaid and Rene Russo, yeah. or was that a different That'd be blended terrible. family thrown together? That'd be terrible. <laughs> Those two were in some sort of movie where the entire family was blended, and it, it was like she was a free spirit, he was a military guy, and they each brought like eight kids into the relationship. Yikes! Can't see Dennis Quaid playing the role of like a heartfelt, loving father. Really? I don't know. Just can't see it. I can. He was in the rookie. Yeah, maybe I'm too. I'm too set on the role he played in. I can only imagine. Hey, when he was rude. Stop looking with your eyes and look with your heart. Maybe you'll see it. Oh, <laughs> oh. now he's doing Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> totally different sentiment there. Oh, John Hughes. Does it matter if the clients make money? No. <laughs> I feel like you are a big Wolf of Wall Street guy, Tommy. Uh. You know what Tom needs to watch? I'll be honest with you. That hit home from the standpoint of it is true where like you recommend something, blah, blah, blah. People just think they're rich and then it just. It's paper money. Yeah. In the summer of 2020, uh, I binged. Let's not talk about this. I binged the whole show of Suits. It is tailor made for Tom. Really? Tom would freaking my wife love show. this show. You have to watch it, Tom. How about Meghan Markle? She's in suits. I know. But I what, want my privacy. What cracks me up about... Meghan Markle's a sucky human. <laughs> what? Relax. But <laughs> cheapers. Uh, 
Prince Harry and you're gonna Meghan, get sued right now. Prince Harry and Meghan <laughs> she Markle would be the person to do it. Have done like eight eight world exclusive interviews where they say we just want our privacy. It's <laughs> yeah. like then stop doing the exclusive interviews every yeah. two months ha- if you just want your privacy. Can't turn down that two million dollar paycheck. Have you not seen the? south park episode of that about it oh they no. trash her and now she's suing them yeah and it was like them like screaming about they want their privacy like <laughs> on tv you know that the shoe fits yeah <sighs> all right well that was fun john a- hughes congrats Apex to you Brett Favre was probably wrangler commercials yeah or when he was wearing the wranglers doing the copper fit with it oh yeah copper fit remember with the, the copper fit? yep or yeah. jen sturger Hey, what's that? <laughs> oh, is that who we texted? <laughs> yeah. was, how do you know that name? Well, what? I just remember she started a, off as a Florida State fangirl and got a, noticed and then became a, a Jets girl. That's a deep pull to yeah. know that name. We were yeah. obsessed with her in college. Oh, well, yep. That's weird. I remember that. <laughs> I do remember that. It's a weird person to be obsessed with. All right. We're not obsessed. Well, this is a wild episode. Um, there's been. Many, many, many amazing fictional bands over the years. Bye, Tom. In case you out there don't know what fiction is, it's not real. <laughs> Who's listening to this <laughs> podcast that doesn't and so doesn't know that? When we say fictional band, we mean like band from a TV show or movie. Mm-hmm. And so I thought we should each list our Mount Rushmore's of fictional bands. Oh, this will be easy. Mount Rushmore's four. So we'll be naming four. I'm just totally demeaning Adam's a like, crowd. I'm going to explain everything to you in case you've been hit in the head with a frying pan recently <laughs> and you are an idiot. <laughs> All right, Burke, you want to go first? Do I just have to give my first of my four? Yes. Okay. One through four, baby. Is this where if I say one, you guys can't have it? No, we can eat, We can have overlap. Oh, okay. Then I'm going to go with the wonders. Nice. From that thing you do. Classic. You know they started out playing at Villa Pianos down by the airport? I did not know that. Never heard of him. Uh, Coach Reiner said he watched that movie for the first time because I recommended it, and he thought it was really, really good. Just recently? Just recently. I don't know that he's a huge movie He probably heard about it at Trivia Night. I bet he did. That's a great movie. Mm -hmm. Man, that thing you do, great movie. I'm really proud of myself for picking that. It's it's on mine as well. What's your second one? Is Tom going to participate? Oh, we're doing that? Tom, what's your first one on your Mount Rushmore? Pass. Tom doesn't have any. He's just going to listen to me and Burke. Okay, my number two is Stillwater from Almost Famous. <laughs> oh, classic. Whose songs are like legit good songs. Yes. You, you Fever Dog. You guys have to keep coming around to me, though. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Uh, wait, was I supposed to go with my first one then? You already did. It was N- Wonders. No, that was number three for me. Well, there's, well, there's but, but it counts. Mount Rushmore is not a ranking. Oh, good call. All right. It just means you're one of the I four also presidents had the up right. there. Tom, what's your second? Also pass. Okay, Tom's going to pass. Uh, my second, um, <laughs> the Zack Attack. That's one of the worst songs ever recorded. Friends forever. <laughs> um, how many high school bands, Friends though? Friends forever. Get tight with, well, and I'm Casey Kasem. Nice falsetto. Casey Kasem. <laughs> Casey Kasem. <laughs> I can't do it now. You made me, you made me giggle. You just said that like you had marbles in your mouth. The American Top 40 and I'm Casey Kasem. I don't know. That's that's not him. 
Casey Kasem. It sounded like your first kiss voice. Uh, uh, Yeah, you can say it. Remember when Zach and Kelly had their first kiss? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why, but when you say it like that, it makes me... I don't know. It makes me so uncomfortable. (laughs) Last episode, I tried talking like Howard Stern. And I wouldn't be shocked if Adam actually hasn't had oh, a first shoot, kiss. Shoot, guys, I got a good one. <laughs> Is after, it pass? No, after you guys. <laughs> All right, Burke, what's yeah. your third? Okay, so I've had the wonders, Stillwater. I cried, by the way, when Zach attacks Hey, friends forever. <laughs> my, my third one is Together. The boy band from the MTV movies, oh, Together. Oh, yes. That, that, those guys are so funny. I still need to watch that. You got QT, you've got Jerry. You've got Chad, you've got Doug, and you've got Mickey P. Mickey P. That movie is incredible. You haven't seen it? No, I need to Can watch I it. Can I be with you when you watch it? Yeah, we should do it soon. Okay, we'll do that right after this. <laughs> Fair. Uh, all right, Tom. Tom, what's your number you're three? I thought it was your turn, Ped. No, no you're go to you. Bird. What's your third pick? Uh, for my third, I finally got one, and it's also pass. Okay, so we'll Rascal. come back to you for round four. <laughs> my third is... I feel like Tom passing is like... Lucy pulling the football out of Charlie Brown's way every time. We always go to Tom and we're like, with bated breath, we're waiting to hear, and he just hits us with a pass. Uh, my third would be the Soggy Bottom Boys. Oh, from Oh Brother, Where yeah. Art Thou? I am a man. Gosh, what a song. Of that con- was, isn't it Man of Constant yeah, Sorrow? Man of, that was my go-to karaoke in college at the Hydrant. Isn't that just movie, bring the house Isn't down. that movie an allegory of like the Odyssey? I don't know. Or the Iliad, something. You're like asking that. the wrong guy. Great um, flick, though. Great flick. What was I going to say? Oh, I always use that phrase. Like, if I step in a puddle, I always be like, "Geez, not I'm a soggy bottom boy." I don't know why. Whenever I get my pants or my shoes wet, I refer to myself as a soggy bottom. I boy. refer to myself as a soggy bottom boy while I'm bailing hay in 98 degree heat in the summer. 98 degrees. What a band! Classic okay. nonfiction band. Um, my my fourth. Yes, Mount Rushmore band. Can I give an honorable mention first? Sure. Scrantonicity. Fantastic. <laughs> Kevin's band from the yeah. office. Shout out Kevin Malone. <laughs> I wish I had a friend with the last name Malone so I can call him Maloney Sandwich. Uh, By the way, I brought up non sequiturs. I brought up Kevin Malone as a bald person in the bald person draft with Brett, and he thought I was talking about Carl Malone. He goes, <laughs> the Oh, yeah. Man. Didn't they call him the mailman? That's what Brett said. <laughs> Wait a second. You did a draft of bald people? Yeah. In the last episode, we did a bald men's draft. What was your number one pick? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Thank you. I was going to say, if you didn't take Stone Cold Steve Austin, yep. we were going to fight. I was going to give you a Cold stutter was, right was here. was my number one, and George Costanza was Brett's number one. <laughs> That's, that is two great number one it's pretty picks. Good. Yep. It's pretty good. That <laughs> is solid. It was a fun I'm draft. I'm trying to think of where I would be on a bald guy draft. Who would I pick? I also had uh, Jason Statham. Scott Van Pelt oh, SVP's was on there. I'm trying to remember who else I had. Kevin Malone was on the list. Hmm. Bruce Willis. Was, it wasn't a pick, but he was an option. I had like 40 people written down. I've never even thought of this question out before. Patrick Whoa, Stewart was I, in there. I'd probably take Carl um, uh, Carl from uh, Family Matters. Oh, Carl Winslow. Winslow. I almost Fantastic. said Carl Weathers. Fantastic oh, choice. I, would, I didn't even have him on the list. What's wrong with that? I me? would take Tobias from Arrested Development. <laughs> Tobias Funke. Yes. Uh, yeah, Carl Winslow is a great pick. I didn't even have him. Man, 
That's a shame on me. Also, I would take, if we're doing like a draft of all-time Harriets, I would take Harriet Winslow number one. <laughs> no, no. I, Over Harriet Tubman? Tubman? No, I would, I'm sorry. Jeez. I take that back. You, Ryan. This guy supposedly likes history, and he How goes Harriet you? Winslow over Harriet Tubman. You know what? How I'm doubling down. I'm taking Winslow over Tubman. <laughs> Speaking of Tubman, I can go over a big old tub of popcorn right now, man. Okay. <laughs> wow, that went over like a fart in church. Okay. <laughs> oh, what's your I fourth need, pick? I need a fourth pick. Solid honorable mention. You gave an honorable mention without having a fourth? No, I'm thinking. Oh, it's Spinal Tap classic seen the movie uh no oh my gosh please let me be there the first time you I see need it to. i need to do that and f- what's the other one together together we need to do uh, that spinal tap is incredible tom have you seen spinal tap sure okay that's a no nope <laughs> <laughs> nope tom what's your f- fourth yeah pick? hit us with your fourth pick tommy um we're gonna go with a solid uh mouse rat Dang, oh nice man. pick Mouse Rat was my honorable mention. What's better, Mouse Rat or Teddy Bear Suicide? Mouse Rat, for sure. <laughs> okay. Because or, they sang Little Sebastian. Or Everything Rhymes with Orange. That's a good one. <laughs> All of his band names are so Dude, funny. Uh, at Trivia Night, when you played Little Sebastian. Tackle Shaft. I almost, I almost stood up and got a lighter out and tried to get the whole room to sing it. <laughs> when you take oh, those running, leap and you learn to fly. <laughs> Up in horsey heaven, here's bye, the thing. Bye, little Sebastian. The my favorite part of that song. whole scene is right before they John Ralphio starts the video montage. He looks at Don and he goes, get ready because your eyes are about ready to piss tears. <laughs> <laughs> and Donna goes, you're gross. That is the funniest line from John Ralphio. <laughs> Maybe the most underrated TV character of all time. It's so good. What, what's that one where John Ralphio is like, I got hit by Alexis. I got run over by Alexis. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's talking about his own sister. He's like, she is the worst. <laughs> Mona, uh, Mona Lisa Saperstein. Mona Lisa. Uh, my fourth, Mouse Rat was my honorable mention. My fourth, School of Rock. That was another one I toyed around with. Classic. You know who's the, you know who's the really the heart and soul of that band is Lawrence on keyboard. You're not wrong. Lawrence is really keeping that thing together. You're not wrong. But I'm not cool enough. <laughs> That's a great movie you can watch with your kids, it too. It is so good. Yeah. Good music, just good story, good everything. All right. You take that cello, you turn it on its side, cello, you got a bass. <laughs> I love John Black. John Black. What? I mean, his, his full name might be John. Jack Black is what I was going for. Do you guys like the movie Nacho Libre? Yes. My no. wife thinks it's really funny. I think it's awesome. Get that corn out of my face. It's an all-time movie. Mm. I believe in science. Tom does not like it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Before Tom falls asleep. People, people think I don't know a buttload about the gospel, but I do. I do. <laughs> Go ahead. 90s quick hitter. Yep. Thanks, thanks for doing that That Mount Rushmore. I like. There's just so many good fictional bands out there. Uh, 90s quick hitter A classic It was Friday night It would come on It was America's Funniest Videos Well it's called America's Funniest Home Videos With Bob Yes it was With Bob Saget It was the best with Bob Saget It was hands down the best of Bob Saget He always had like I looked forward to that so much in my family I just knew we were going to have a good half hour of giggles Half hour That was an hour long show wasn't it Oh, Even better An hour of giggles It was Sunday nights we used to watch it, and then I right was wrong a- about Friday. Oh, Friday night was TJF. Yeah, Duh. right after this would come on, it was the New Adventures of Lois and Clark with yep. Dean Kane and 
Terry Hatcher. Terry Hatcher and Dean Kane. Terry Hatcher in that show. She was fire. She was maybe throwing 106 miles an yeah, hour. She was, yeah. she was a Raldis Chapman for She's sure. Never, no <laughs> one's ever had a fastball as good as Terry Hatcher in that show. Terry Hatcher, I have had a crush on for a long time. Yeah. Uh, I but, watched. The, was, what was that? Uh, that woman. Desperate Housewives. Yeah. I watched that for several seasons just because of Terry Hatcher. I never saw an episode of that show. But I watched a lot of Same. New Adventures of Lois and Clark. Yep. And then the guy. Do you remember um, the boss of the what's the the Daily Planet? Was that the newspaper? Yeah, mm-hmm. Daily Planet. It was. Um, this is the guy from Spider Man. It was the guy. No, it was the guy from uh, Mighty Ducks. It was Jack uh, Emilio Estevez. No, what's the coach of the Hawks? Jack. Oh, oh I don't know. His Jack name. Riley. Yeah, Jack Riley. It, that was the you guy. should. Uh, you should pull up the the theme song to AFE. Wait, let's see if we can think of it. It's like to play me out stories from the friends next door. They never told. Are you talking about AFE? You might be a star tonight, yep. so let that camera roll. And it goes the you, red, white, and blue. Oh, the funniest things you do, America, America. This, this is you. Bam, 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 bam. Hot, hot, hot. I went to college. I just hurt my leg. Um, I went to college with a girl whose uh, little brothers got their family on AFE. Get out of here. Yep. <laughs> I don't remember if they won or not, but they were a top three finalist. And the video was her little brothers found tampons and thought they were dynamite. <laughs> That's a laugh right so there. On video, they asked the mom, like, we found dynamite. They would... uh in 1995, they were giving away like $100,000 grand prize videos for the ultimate one. They're still doing that now with inflation and everything all these years later. Still just giving 100000 It used to be 10000 That's what it was back when we were kids. Yeah, it was 10000 for each show. And then there was like the ultimate grand prize or whatever that was 100 I think. Yeah. And Bob Sackett always had some some goofy way to start the show. Like he, act, I remember a lot of times he acted like he was locked in his dressing room. And couldn't get out or something. He'd always do some goofy entrance. I, I always, <laughs> I always really liked um, all the little sound effects and voices he would do because he he like narrated all the videos. Yep. So if there was like a dog, like I don't know, digging through the cupboards, he'd be like, "Oh, what is this in here?" Like he was always Danny Tanner doing yep. the voices, and it was awesome. I loved it so much. All Tom right. is just being an antagonist right now. <laughs> well, that was another episode of the Backroads and Bonfires podcast. A little shorter, a little more disorganized than some we've had, but I'll clean it up in the post-edit work. Uh, check us out. Spotify, Apple, listen. Tell all your friends. Be be a friend. Tell a friend. Tell two people who will tell two people. If you see people. something, say something. Yes. Who will tell two people and so on. And then all you, if this baby blows up, all you OGs, I'm going to have a big old barbecue for all you OGs and give you all a bunch of free steak and we're going to hang out. It's going to be glorious. But for that to happen, we need to get to 100,000 subscribers. I need to get that bacon. You've been called out. Yes, it's in my freezer. Uh, Go to Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok's just official Adam Pedersen. Aren't they going to ban TikTok in the United States? I don't think so. You're thinking of that song by the Pussycat Dolls. Um Go to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, search Backroads and Bonfires. You'll see funny videos from the podcast. You'll see my funny YouTube video shorts, which means you should go to YouTube. Search for Adam Pedersen on YouTube. Check out my page there. All that good stuff. Oh, until next time. Adam, I forgot. Yes, sir. Um, 
you got your letter from Silly Goose University. You got in. Yay! <laughs> I'm accepted. Hot hot.